Welcome to episode 32 of Lil Muck, a tiny slice of the Muck podcast where we talk to people in the media and politics about their favorite stories or experiences. I'm Tina Jaramillo. And I'm Hilary Doherty. Today, we are interviewing self-proclaimed UFO enthusiasts, Zachary Duran and David Fry. Hilary, tell us about today's guest. Well, first we have Zachary Durand, who is a South Florida native, an aide to the mayor of Fort Lauderdale, a volunteer for local democratic organizations, and an amateur astronomer. Beautiful pictures, by the way, that you take. Mm. His interest in the phenomenon has been lifelong, but was was significantly elevated in 2017 when the New York Times broke the story of the Pentagon's secret UFO program. He has spoken at a variety of institutions, including NYU and Pace University, and strives to lead by example as a face for younger generations of public servants. Ooh, we love Zach. Love him (laughs) so much. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Our second (laughs) guest is David Fry. He practices law as an assistant public defender and is a former history teacher with absolutely zero formal training engineering or physics it's a listen what do you what is that? <laughs> that said much of his legal practice exists among more than the nebulous co- concepts of perspective bias and intent those pesky human attributes that also often creep into knowledge and obscure what would otherwise be universally observable observable i can't say that observable yes as truth <laughs> this is a great bio. I'm like, it is a this. great bio. His passions have always been directed toward the unknown, wherever it may exist in time or space, with a particular focus as to how humans develop knowledge about ourselves and the universe in which we exist. In defending his clients, David has learned to question the basis of what experts or lay individuals call fact by probing to question their basis of knowledge and processes for ascertaining a conclusion. Love it. Brilliant. Love also public defender. It. Like hell. Love yes. It. Like we love that here. It's a lot of work. Yeah. I know. And it's a lot, a lot of good work. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. should and you should be paid more, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> we should. We should. We yeah, we really should. Or maybe yeah. have less cases. I don't know. But, yeah, yes. The workload yeah. is too much. Oh my god, forget yeah. about it. But welcome, Zach and David. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So um we're here because Zach sent me a text and he's like, yo. Have you, or maybe you told me in person, but you were like, have you guys ever considered covering this on the muck? And you started telling me about it. He's like, this report's coming out on Friday. I'm like, what in the hell is going on? What are you talking about? (laughs) So he started telling me about it. And I said to Tina, we have to do this on the muck. Like it's the government. It's mucky. It's a little bit kooky. It's perfect. Uh, I, it's perfect. And by the way, so I told Tina, I want to start out with first asking like in the room, if you believe in UFOs and aliens, raise your hand. Yeah, okay. I think yeah. Yeah. it's not the belief though anymore because the government's right. telling us here we go. The UFOs are anyway. Yes, real. right. So Tina, you see, Tina went like this. She lay, raised it a little bit, but and everybody else, by the way. Oh, this is an audio. I guess I should tell everybody that the other three people yes. raised their hands. Um, but Tina's a little bit of a skeptic. But I think by to the end of this podcast, we're yeah. gonna have her on our side. I listen. Like I said, <laughs> we are not the. I don't think we're the only beings out there. Yeah, yeah. I think that these UFOs are legitimate especially the documented cases and i want to kind of dig in i want to i want to we're definitely not here to draw conclusions because no one knows yeah and if someone says i know what this is yeah they're they're lying um i think the whole point is just not having the intellectual hubris to think that the the universe as we understand it right now that is the limit of it what what humans know right now because we haven't discovered anything definitively well that's it you know we, we have iphones so that's that's the pinnacle we don't need to know anymore exactly <laughs> yeah. So. yeah 
So, and let's get it out there too, that we, that nobody here is an expert. We have two mm-hmm. people with us who are like digging into this. They lo- they know yes. these reports or they know they're interested in it. And so it's just a fun conversation, but it's based on reports that have been issued. I mean, yes. this is a real no, no, thing. These are issued by the government yes. reports. So let's start with talking about how you got into this. So Zach, your um, bio talked about this New York Times report. So yep. you got into it by you saw this report and this all of this evidence came out i mean i always being a we're all the child of the stars people like yeah. always want to go to space well we are in space yeah we live in space right now yeah uh, spinning across a thousand miles an hour in the milky way um and so having the perspective that there's always more there there that we cannot see beyond us um so there was no question about is there life somewhere else sure of course but the new york times 2017 brought true legitimacy to it once upon a time in the 40s through the 60s there was project blue book Mm. and america was publicly acknowledging that we're actively studying this and then it went away and you know we have the x-files and all these movies and sci-fi and that was our perspective right in 2017 they released video too, video of unidentified um that are still to this day unidentified that the task force but the report that came out um is investigating now ongoing um but it was huge. I mean, acknowledgement from the U.S. government saying that there is something in our airspace that we literally, we, the superpower of the world, don't have an idea of what it is. Right. is fascinating. It is fascinating. Yes. It is. And so that started it. And then the New York uh, 60 Minutes came out in May. And uh, anyone, I encourage everyone to watch the 60 Minutes story um, with Bill Whitaker um, that really kind of blows the whole thing open as to how this report came to be, how this task force came to be, what is occurring in our skies every day <laughs> that military are seeing to this day. Like yeah. even right now, they're, they're performing exercises off the coast of San Diego. If you follow some of the commanders on UFO Twitter, they're still getting hits from their friends saying they're still out there. Wow. wow. UFO Twitter? UFO wow. Twitter is oh the best. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm getting on UFO wow. Twitter. Wow. wow. Yeah. So what about you, David? I think what's interesting is that we're, you know, as, as a society, we look at, the, you know, the military, maybe astronauts is credible. We're, mm-hmm. we're going to believe what someone in the military says um, that, you know, that flies these, you know, super expensive pieces of equipment. Um, but, you know, they have much better understanding of physics engineering than I do and probably most Americans. Mm. Um, so we're, we're finding their, their reports as, as credible. Um, but we also understand like they're still human, like the human eye can be tricked. Mm. Human perception can be tricked. That's why I put that in my bio. Um, there is bias, there is, you know, perception, there is intent, uh, that, that someone may have to, you know, that may see something one way or another. Mm -hmm. I mean, we do it all the time for fun, you know, with magicians, optical illusions and, and that sort of thing. So, you know, is is something, you know, as as a pilot is flying through the air, you know, Mach 5 and sees a sparkly thing versus, hey, now we have advanced radar. Something actually is there. Right. Um, it, you know, this, you know, this isn't a balloon because we got radar lock on it or it's showing up as a heat signature or it's moving in ways that, you know, based on advances in optical camera now, we can see are not intuitive um, for how objects move through uh, our atmosphere. Um, you know, with no, you know, discernible propulsion system is a huge Mm. one. That's, that's pretty cool. Now you're corroborating what we know could be a bias or, or, or misinformed human input. Right. Uh, even though they're credible because they wear a uniform, we get that. (laughs) Um, but now, Hey, look, this computer, this, this tool, we have to measure it is saying the exact same thing. 
that's pretty cool. And and you know, for me, it started with uh, Harry Reid. Mm-hmm. Um, there were years ago. I remember watching him on one of one of these shows. He was at the end of his political career, but he said, uh, "Like, trust me, it's worth studying." Yes. Wow. And what what the government governments are great historians because they they create records. And um, now with the requirement that all these phenomena be reported, we're, we're creating a data set so we can study them. We can mm-hmm. look for similarities. And when you look for similarities, you can look for correlations with other things, and you can actually test that. So we can rule out some sort of terrestrial phenomenon or, mm. or rule out some sort of thing that we don't know. Well, start to anyway. Right. Yeah, start. Yeah. Right. We, we were so lucky when those New York Times videos came out, and they were went through the declassification system by Christopher Mellon, the mm. former Deputy Secretary of Intelligence for Bush and Clinton administrations. Um, he understood the bureaucratic process to get these what were once t- classified videos through the process to the chain of command to come out into the media but we're so lucky that with the audio uh, with the visual that we had we also had the audio of hearing the pilots yes. reactions yeah that, that's incredible. the yeah. best that was yeah. the best tell Dude, me about yeah that yeah. was incredible the go fast and the gilmet uh, gimbal gimbal yes. yeah. holy shit these videos yeah. are in, we have out. to put them up on our, on our on our pages because they were un believable yeah. and they we spend millions of dollars training each of these pilots yeah. to yeah. spot you know in some of these documents you right. know, they can spot uh, you know a migs uh chinese mig uh, planes you know that are very small on a radar easy mm-hmm. but with these things no idea what they're it, seeing is the gimbal the one that it's kind of it's 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 bigger mm-hmm. and it's in the clouds yeah, yep and okay it, it's rotating dude yeah and but it's going so fast and yeah you hear the air the airport which i call them the top sense. gun guys yeah. those top yeah. gun guys and they're talking like oh my god like you can hear them saying this is incredible right and it starts to like slow down and turn what's not insane what's not a part of the video that they do mention there's a whole fleet of them on the essay look at the essay that's what the pilot says so on the radar that we haven't right. been released there's a fleet of triangular craft in right. formation flying and this particular one um they zero then on focused and then yeah. kind of hovered went away and did its wow. you do hear them say there's a whole fleet of them on yeah. here i mean so, that is so incredible. here's the question there's a whole fleet of what's in our sky yes I, if this I, I was that, russian chinese yes. we would well, know about we it know. The, to, to the to their voice like these are not people that are prone to bullshit they're right. not prone to like get excited right. a, a whole lot yes. right. like right. they're used to like weird shit happening yeah. and, like, and you it's know. not yeah it's not a weather it's balloon almost, that used to be the big thing yes. like, that it was a weather balloon mm-hmm. But yeah. it was almost, Excuse, their right? reactions were almost childlike. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, yeah. because we move through life and we're used to seeing things all the time. And when you see something, you're even like, in your like 30s shit. or yeah. 40s for the first time, you're like, I can't believe what I'm... I'll never forget going to the Everglades and be on an airboat and Ooh. seeing an alligator swimming in the water, which I had never seen before. And I'm like, what the... What the fuck? Like it, the yeah. tail's moving, yeah. and I'm like, "This is incredible." You see things for the first time, and it blows yes. your mind. Like that's what their reactions. These are like yeah. highly trained, yeah, incredible. Right. Yeah. But, but here's pilots. here's the question I have. Okay, Tina. Okay, here we go. so if we're gonna talk about like, oh, our experiences with with aliens, and oh, are we talking about that? So no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm oh, tying it the government. So my first experience was through movies like you said Mm. sci-fi and one of the movies i remember is i don't remember the name of it but the guy uh gets taken and he's gone for a long time he comes back and nobody believes that he fire in the sky fire in the sky dang okay that movie scared that that movie scared me as as a younger person when i watched it Mm -hmm. so my question is why is there a fleet 
what is going on? Mm. Why are they here? And are we done for? And if we are done for, just get it over with. Definitely. Just get it over I don't with. think we're done for. <laughs> These are big questions that we don't yeah. have the answers was, to. Well, you, you know what's, you know what's yeah. interesting? But their intent. We, what is their intent? What is their that intent? That is a question that's being... What is their intent? You because you have question. a flight formation. Mm-hmm. You've been here several times over decades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, we don't know that. Come on. You know, I you know, know we don't know that, though. but that's the thing that... Go for it, David. Yeah. That makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. No, to, to that point, you know, let, let's, <clears throat> for the sake of this argument, assume that, yeah, that this is something, you know, extraterrestrial. They are behaving in the exact same way that what we would call civilized humans mm-hmm. behave towards uncontacted peoples, um, you know, in Brazil and other parts of uh, Asia. Like, they're, they would be staying back, observing, um, mm. you know maybe picking up one of us every now and then to do some experiments. I don't know, but not rocking the boat too much. To, exactly. uh, so yeah. in the 1999 Comeda report, and this is the report that really sparked Leslie Keene, who is the, one of the foremost uh, investigative journalists on this subject. The French government put out the most um, straightforward government report the world has ever seen. It came out in 1999. There's an English translation. Um, they, while saying we don't know what this is, the extraterrestrial hypothesis is the most probable. Could be interdimensional, truly. Ooh. It could be something here that's Ooh. been with us the whole time. We don't know. However, the Comeda report points to saying it's probably extraterrestrial as the most logical hypothesis and that they would be treating us like we would be yeah. treating another uncivilized society. They're looking at that exactly right. how yeah. that but is. Look yeah. at, but look at what we've done to uncivilized well, societies, oh. right? Mean, so oh there's... A, you're right. This is probably why I want to hesitate because sure. it scares me. Of course. You know? Well, that's okay. I so think, to that point, yes. let's go to the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. So you sent us this beautiful PDF with like, here's how this thing started. Yes. So a lot of these sightings that were reported probably happening long before then, but in the United States was around 1947. Mm-hmm. And then it's on the, the report that you sent us or this beautiful breakdown there was, it was always 1947. It was like one after the other yeah. around the same area, around the same time where real things were happening. And I was wondering like why that area. And then later on it explains like, this is where they were building nuclear bombs in New Mexico, right? Like there was a reason things were, something was being drawn there. You can't talk about, and I didn't include this in the PDF because there's so much there there, but you can't talk about the phenomenon without incorporating um, us humans discovering nuclear bombs, nuclear right, weapons. Right. Jacques Vallée and Naomi uh, Paula Harris uh, put out a book called Trinity. Trinity is the site of the first atomic bomb. Okay. And apparently there, shortly thereafter, when it first went off, there was another crash of a craft okay. um, in which children saw the craft and um, retrieved materials from it um, mm. before the Air Force took it away. Mm. Um There is... So upon uh, a wind blowing up the nuclear bomb, that's when we most... It became part of our atmosphere, though there are a lot of um, pieces of Renaissance art. Mm. That you, if you look up you, you, the, the phenomena in you know, biblical art, you see a lot yes. of things, Easter eggs that people have done, or his, historians have done a really good job of putting it you know, uh, together. Um, but perhaps it's, again, always been there mm-hmm. with us. Um, we just are now being able to detect it on all fronts. Right. But yeah, uh, the 40s, 47, Kenneth Arnold, and then... A month after was Roswell. Yeah. Um, then there was a series, um, five or uh, no, three or four years of regular sightings. One that occurred over Washington, D.C. Yes. In which fighter pilots were dispatched above the Capitol and, mm. and the White House. 
to investigate, and then these crafts, these luminous crafts, vanished. Right. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But I wonder, you know, the government did a great, great job, as, which is what they do, of spinning everything, right? Like, this isn't really what it is. But then you see interviews with the folks who were there at the time, who are now, were, were, after they retire. At, <laughs> yeah, the folks that retired from the military, right. it was like, yes, this was a thing. Then mm-hmm. the people who actually discovered it was like, yes, we saw this, we saw this, we saw... I mean, the 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 story about seeing an alien's body in a glass coffin is incredible. I mean, where is that, by the way? Where is that alien's body? Please, I need help with this. this Next to Lennon's tomb, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, I mean, these are questions that folks in in, literally in the community have been diving into for for yeah. years and f- some in journalists really get great sources that really confirm things. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the cusp of dying ross coltart um australian uh, journalist had a contact which inspired him to write his book in plain sight which comes out next month about the phenomena mm. uh contact in the air force in the united states that confirmed to him that we have craft we have bodies we have a reverse engineering program that's going on you know mm. that's been so do you think that I mean, it's it's clear, though, right? Like, the government doesn't want this information shared because of mass hysteria, right? Like, isn't that what it is? Or is that they don't know what what really all of this is yet, and so they can't, like, start putting out? Like, what's the – like, why are we hiding this? The government does a real shitty job at keeping big secrets secrets. <laughs> the, the, it's, it's all the little secrets, like, you know, how long a submarine is or uh, mm. right. whatever. Mm-hmm. That's that's the people that no one cares about. Because this but is all, a secret we're all, all talking about. All the about. big things come <laughs> yeah. out. I, I, so think, I think the explanation is – uh, it, it's all personal. No one wants to be seen as a quack. Mm. That's why you're right. seeing all these right. late right. career or retired pilots. That's why it's the retired. Uh, the the yeah. Israeli um, aerospace general, you mm-hmm. know, more recently. Um, you know, and then we get to decide, oh, is it just like, you know, a senile old dude now or or what is it? But um, it, it, it is interesting to create records and to create that data set and to acknowledge this. Um, and, and it is important to question. It's, it's, it's shutting down uh, even questioning um, what we're seeing, what these reports are, that, that seems to have been what has been going on until now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, unfortunately, it was Marco Rubio delivering it all to us on the news. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but, but if, it's a, if it's a body in a glass coffin, coffin that is clear evidence of something, yeah. why not? And see that is why not have a press conference? Why not say <laughs> here it is? I think Obama would have disclosed question. that. He was pretty, <laughs> or Clinton. They're, they're pretty. Sam Harris. Talked about right before the report came out. He has a podcast with Ricky Gervais and Sam mm-hmm. Harris is really known as one of our, I guess, um, out there influential in your face social psychologists. Yes. He's, um, he's and he admitted that he was beginning to be briefed by top government officials from the alphabet agencies about how to begin the conversation mm. um, about, True. you know, uh, either a non-human intelligence a part of us, um, but how do we approach that amongst the religious sects? Mm. Um, the Comeda report goes into this a little bit too. Uh, this report is just the most incredible thing. We wanted that, the Comeda report, to be what the UAP task force uh, report was, but it's not. It's six pages <laughs> of um, we don't know, but we're investigating, but this is what we kind of are seeing. Um, and this is a report you had approached me and we're like, are you going to, right? Because th- this is the Pentagon's literal acknowledgement okay um, so let's talk about that so this comes out of uh, i think june june 25th yeah of 2021 Mm -hmm. so tell us what we've learned in this now because this is the first time really right that the government is acknowledging yeah but there's no big brouhaha 
Wait, not yet. I think there hasn't still... been, right? Um, and that's the whole point, which is what I'm even more fascinated about this subject because really the the, the shell of the egg's been cracked open, and I'm so mm. curious why other people aren't talking about right, this. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, though the stigma is lessening, and you even see Marco Rubio, gov- uh, Senator Rubio, wanting to say, I want us to have a process to take this seriously. Mm-hmm. Might be the only thing he and I, I ever agreed on. <laughs> I, 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 it's, it's incredible that he actually... Uh, I has think, curiosity but for I anything. Think, um, I think it's because he is alien. I think that might be why. <laughs> no, uh, don't give him. I've don't give seen. him that much credit. You're please. right. Right <laughs> to be that cool. intelligence. Yeah, we're intelligence. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but we are. We're talking about this now because there were pilots um, uh, that weren't seeing. I weren't uh, able to come forward. Mm-hmm. Louis Elizondo, who was running the uh, program in the Pentagon from 2000, I think five to 2012. Um, and then resigned in 2017 because this was getting nowhere. Wow. Again, there have been many government officials who resigned in protest and, you know, try to tell their story. Um, but he and Chris Mellon, after he had left, Chris Mellon then went, helped get through the declassification process and bring it up into the public sphere. Um, and Harry Reid has been super vocal. Yeah. Even to, you know, to this day, appearing on interviews left and right, saying, I am so not sorry that I put money towards this. Mm. Um and we expect congressional hearings, public congressional hearings, um, to occur with these pilots. Wow, um, that and that, that would might be, be the yeah. beginning of yeah. what's some of the, like. There, there's one lobbyist. There's one dedicated lobbyist in D.C. Stephen Bassett, I believe, is his name, and he's very active in the community. Of course, rallying. You know, he's been the only one trying to meet with Congress, saying, "There's the issue here. Let's please get this out." And he calls this um, what does he call? Uh, 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 controlled disclosure Mm. so instead of coming out saying roswell happened the phoenix lights happened right um instead of all of those instead of that phenomenon breaking it slowly that beginning in 2004 military pilots have started to see things and just start there that comes with uh, the the credibility of the military yes i was was just thinking that and like to the point you talk about the stigma breaking the stigma Mm Today, in America, the world we live in, we do so much to pretend like we are not uh, living in the natural environment around us. Like, (laughs) Zach, I don't know if we were rolling yet, but you said we're all children of the stars. I mean, yeah, it's true. Where do we fucking come from? You know, like, people don't think that we are are part of the the universe and what we live. And just because we don't know it, it it doesn't mean it's not there. I have coffee right here with me. (laughs) To make this coffee hot this morning... Like plankton had to die millions of years ago, right. which then had to be burned, you know, last mm-hmm. week in Fort Lauderdale <laughs> to create the electricity at the Starbucks. And now it's too hot for me, so the plankton's death has all been in vain. So I gotta <laughs> let it cool for a little bit, you know. Yes. Yeah. And but people don't think that way. They don't think where we come from. Where does energy come from? Yeah. Why is there this stigma that yeah, hey, maybe maybe we're not, the, you know, the you know, only it, thing here because we can see it, and it goes into you know, how we report on history, how, how we treat yeah. environmental issues these mm. days. Exactly. Like, it's so many things yeah. that just get shut down. No, we can't question it. That's what it says. Boom. Yeah. It's Done. very man. Yes. I don't mean man like, yeah. like you know, patriarchy man. I mean, like, it's human. Yeah. It's, it's no, very dudes do human. that shit all the time. It's true. I'm dudes sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, but we just, we think we know all we're better. Right. Right? Like, don't, we don't yeah. need to question anything. This is what it is or whatever. Right. Um. 
But you're right. That's the Sarah Silverman. I mean, it reminded me of what you just said, but we're just like particles of dust. Like we're just floating through space. Like we did come from somewhere. Which is supported by a lot of like religion. I mean, you, you, Mm -hmm. it's. uh, When you really think about how insignificant we are. (laughs) And that's why I think people don't want to focus on it because they have to start to like understand that we're really, this is all bullshit. Well, the the religious part is is going to be the challenging part. Yeah. Because Uh God. Dude, I've gotten ashes at church and the priest says the same damn thing. It's right. just like, you know. Yes. Some yeah. very much embrace the phenomenon. It's built. Their ancient religions are built on these lights in the sky. Yes. Um, but then some that Louis Elizondo talks about, too. He ran up some walls in the Pentagon that religion forbids. Yeah. The even belief of you. Right. Yeah. This so is demonic. Let I, me ask you yeah. this, both of you. What do you think is the government's responsibility to let us know? Like, do you think that we should, they, that they have a responsibility to tell us? These things, I mean, obviously, you're, like, excited about the report, but, like, yeah, no. but you're, like, but you also have to remember, like, your perspective, right? Like, you're interested, you believe in these things. Like, do you think that, would this scare the shit out of our kids? Like, what is the response, what is their responsibility in letting us know and how much and when and, like, right. or do you think it should just be a full dump? Like, here's... Definitely the glass coffin. Like that. The glass coffin goes no. on a tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's, people are walking oh, no. by like a like a fet, like a state if, funeral. Oh, like what no. is the, like what is the limit and new religions, more religions would form from a full disclosure, I think, than than yeah. not Ooh. because then we have I like real, that. Right. You know, uh, we have true identification that believing in something other and bigger than us is well, not in vain. Yeah, right. Always oh, been is, singing about this for yeah. years. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, and there's been. Um, uh, people making the connection between stories in the Bible to mm. yeah. aliens. Yep. So my my mom the wheels went on a whole of the, rant the, the, about the, it. The, the rotating wheels of Ezekiel or something. Or I'm not versed in theology or like yeah, that at all. Yeah, but Ezekiel is quoted a lot as having a lot of um, interesting references. Or I mean, think about when there was no TV, no phones, and that stuff. All they did is fucking look up, right? right. Like they're bound to see something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, there's a whole group even right now. I mean, you can look up uh, the CE5 community, Close Encounters of CE? the CE5, okay. Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Mm. This is um, right, really spearheaded by a gentleman named Dr. Stephen Greer, who has worked in government circles. He has what's called the Disclosure Project, and he's done many press conferences trying to just get the knowledge out that we are not alone. Um, and he goes out uh, um, in the middle of different parts of the world, li- literally through, the, uh, through meditation, mm. summons these beings. Get out of here. The, uh, it's a, there's a video. It's a movie, Close Encounters mm-hmm. of the Fifth Kind. Contact has begun. That's the, vi- the movie. And um, as controversial as he is in the community, because he definitely profits off of mm. This perhaps very natural phenomena. Mm-hmm. Um, sightings happen all over the world every day. A lot of it um, brought closing CE5. It's a, one aspect of a very complex phenomena. Yeah. One very small aspect of it. Mm. But, you know, again, something that perhaps has always been there. Yeah. So odd. I think the government would have a duty to disclose data where it was collected from and thousand percent supported by analysis. The general population does a real shitty job handling raw data. We, we tend to come up with like weird conclusions and that's why people right. go investigate like yeah. pizza places in Georgetown. Oh, and Lord have mercy. Absolutely. You know, it's true. It's yeah. True. I guess Trump's looking for routers or something. Now, but <laughs> like people oh, believe goodness. that shit. Um, yeah. But, but analysis supported by data. And I, I probably, uh, the, the, there's no, 
conclusion that our government has on this other than there's a lot of questionable data that doesn't fit right. um, with, with what we found. So that's what they're acknowledging now. But I think in, in terms of disclosing these conclusions to the public, I mean, the idea that, you know, there, there could be living things or intelligent beings extraterrestrially, I mean, that's been in media for, for forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, I just said David Bowie, he's not a religion, but he, yeah. he had a whole album about this in the early 70s. Absolutely. And, and mm-hmm. I mean, his more, the, the, what is it, Black Star before he died? Mm-hmm. Creepy as fuck. But anyway, <laughs> like, it's David been Bowie there. It's definitely been in, extra it's been in art. Oh, yeah. it's, it's been discussed. It's it's a topic of films. Um, I think what, what we're doing is holding up a mirror to ourselves and we see how mm. violent humans are mm-hmm. and assuming like, hey, you know, that's, this yeah. is something to be afraid of. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm, you know, uh, thinking of is that because of the portrayal in the media, beginning from comic books and other things from back in the 60s mm-hmm. and onward has always been uh, where we have to fear these beings. Yeah. If contact would be made, how do you think we should handle it. How do you think, maybe how do you think we will handle it? I feel like we are going to screw it up. We are going to screw it up. (laughs) So human ego is going to F us. Yeah. This is, this is what it's, it's, we think we're so important. So we're, we're worthy of being attacked by, I mean, if, if it is true that (laughs) they're, you know, that this is there, like, they would have figured out how to travel through space and time, you know, either faster than the speed of light or to, you know, skip, skip through space in, in some way, we're not that fucking important. No, I mean, right. you know. I mean, we elected Trump to be president, bro. I know. True, but, but like, you know, our... our you I know, mean, the fa- are we going to be enslaved? Ma- are we going to be wiped out? So we've mastered drive-up orders at Target. Not that important. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. For real. When Louis Elizondo was running a tip in the Pentagon, um, one of their... This is a, one of the slides from one of the briefs that they had done... Uh, back in 2005, six, ATIP's technical studies. Um, inc- so this is what they were looking at. And he did an interview with the YouTube channel Engaging the Phenomena. Um, I hope that I'm getting my dates right here. But uh, <laughs> Engaging the Phenomena, he did not too long ago. And was the focus on these this government document and the things that Louis could not say because of wanting to not break his oath. His security oath was mm. the most fascinating. Mm. So you mentioned contact. Uh, the interviewer, because one of the technical studies of the following areas is um, cognitive, uh, no, forgive me, human interface and human effects. And so the interviewer asked, with human interface, um, was that trying to initiate contact with the phenomena? And he couldn't answer. Mm. He couldn't say yes or no. You know? Yeah. So contact has probably already yeah. happened in some yeah. way. What yeah. that looks like is anyone's guess, but... <laughs> do you think that people have been abducted yes oh my god yeah see know. this is the thing that scares me but, i know but well here's what doesn't scare me they're not coming to get me like this is uh, you don't know that they're i'm gonna bore them ra- the travis <laughs> walton them. movie i've which i have yeah. not seen but travis walton did an interview an extensive interview on joe rogan's podcast not too long ago and i believe that travis says that the movie is not Based on his his experience, is this the fire in the sky one? Yeah, fire. Okay. Have and you seen he that? Scary. now mm-hmm. finds that what had happened to him is like the most beneficial thing. Oh, because wow. that movie makes it. The movie is I very mean, yes, I hear yeah, it's very it's so invasive. Uh-huh. It's so just he comes back just so scared mm. and 
in brief, what happened in, in brief, Travis yeah. and uh, his construction buddies are coming home, I think, from like some, you know, they're on the road yes. late at night in Arizona, and there's this light in the middle of the street. And Travis gets out to see what this light is in the middle of their road, and the light disappears, and Travis disappears. Wow. And his employees see this happen. Um, Travis goes missing for like three or four days, and then is dropped back onto the road where he was taken originally. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't know enough further than that yeah. to talk. Um, but he's passed every polygraph test, and his Jeez. co-workers said that that had happened. Um, I find this all to be so humbling, though, because I find humans nowadays to be so Maybe self-serving. Three or four days isn't yeah. bad. Yeah. And so disconnected with each other that to have, really, to have these conversations or to actually take stock in the fact that we live in the universe I yeah. think it's hard. I think that we lose sight of that. Yeah. We really are. It's self-serving, self-centered. I mean, yes. the world that we kind of know each other from, all of us know each other from, is a pol- is a political world, which is very ego-driven, mm-hmm. very self-centered. And I'll try to help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right, whatever. <laughs> uh, I think I've met one honest politician the entire time I've been here. really trying video. to help. All right, maybe more than one, but still. More than one. Like, it's just, so the fact that that's the group that, you know, is in charge of like when we're going to find shit out makes me very nervous. You know, like you have people working in like the FBI, CIA and Mm -hmm. like doing all of that work, but they're limited by what they can put out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you do have folks, you do have like real government officials really going on the record. The Leslie King UFO book is jaw dropping and incredible and all true. We have no reason to believe that these top military officials from around the world would lie. Yeah. Um, Yeah, And their experiences are the, are really, they're, jaw dropping do you know um what experiences are like in other countries is it just as just like it is here like the information they're all the similar States? they okay. all talk all about the craft that are noiseless yeah. that have no obvious means of propulsion mm-hmm. um some that are all very similar in shape the triangular craft in belgium um, has been seen all around the world mm. apparently there is a photograph in the pentagon uh, that exists of this triangular craft coming out from the water and wow. it's like super clear. And that's Dude. just amongst the, the circles that write about this stuff. So I stopped going in the ocean because of sharks, but now it's like it's over. There's aliens. Now there's aliens. No, it's funny. I'm even so, more drawn down to the <laughs> ocean. Take me, take me out there. Yeah. It'd be a great place to hide. So, I mean, so if they figured true. out how to get through that much space, why not hide? Well, in that's the, ocean? the thing. Yeah. These, these vehicles are transmedium. They, have a lot of water. they are going through space and and uh, water without mm. any disturbances or you know signs of. Uh, distress to them there's corroborated navy uh, submarines of you know, something going <gasps> through the water faster wow That's so see incredible. i've never heard the water side That's insane. so the transmedium what we're seeing and there's two videos one from the uss omaha i think that jeremy corbell released and then there's um the one from puerto rico in 2013 that the department of homeland security took and that is the most incredible one because that craft splits into two while still well, speeding through the water. And uh, we, we we have nothing that <laughs> Tina, does that. Tina's just lost her fucking mind. It's She's an, like, wait, it, what? I know. It, this is, uh, it's remarkable. It but we is. can't, we shouldn't shy away from it. And, no. you know, the big cause of the UFO book by Leslie Kane is that this is um, something that could be dangerous to humans just because we don't have a... Uh, a streamlined way of handling it. But that's yes. the selling point. About it. That's yes. that's how that's... they get everyone on board. You know, yes. we've had SETI for years before this, but now oh, it's mm-hmm. a military thing, and we need to research it. it could right. be a yeah, danger. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, that's that human instinct to danger. All right. Yeah, so like right. now, well, now it's acceptable. It now yeah. Marco Rubio is going to talk about oh, it. But, Every uh, time he says his name, I want to throw know. up. Yeah. But, so he, but wait, what you're saying is right, David. Like, I feel like they should l- get us on board. Let everybody know. Make it a, make it a big fucking deal. Tell everybody because we'll one it. day it's going to be like that movie <laughs> District was it District Eight? District Nine, I District think. District Nine, yeah. or Arrival, where this yeah, crap where the, all yeah, of a sudden there's are. like I'm driving down 95 and there's a spate, and I'm like, what? Yeah, no, no, get me ready that something is coming so that yes. I'm not driving or off not the road coming, and... but just be aware. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It is. be aware. So here's a question, and I'm gonna go this a little kind of like the the Bible connection one. Yeah. So the other thing that I've read or heard is that some people believe that you know the sort of missing link, the move from um, you know, early Neanderthal and almost, you know, into what we are now is due to, you know, an alien intervention mm. that has caused us to propel so quickly and uh-huh. and change. Have you heard that? I've I've heard, but it's because, I mean, there are a billion yeah. and one theories as to how we did really come to be. Um, I've but f- I think we can all see it, though, the technological leap mm. that we've m- made right. from the 40s to today um, mm-hmm. I, perhaps is all thanks to what we've learned from perhaps recovered craft. Mm-hmm. I think the bigger question would be the, the leap from amino acids to life. I mean, that's a mm. connection that mm. science has never been able to replicate or, or to f- you know, figure out more. The, um, just the construction of amino acids, what, what has made that? Uh, be able to, to transfer into, you know, an energy burning cell or, you know, what, what have you. Um, as to, uh, homo sapiens though, I mean, it wasn't <clears throat> Neanderthals to homo sapiens. I mean, the, 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 people, that, the people that other, came out of Africa initially, right. you know, in, in many waves, I mean, there is, um, I think it was Jared Diamond, uh, awesome book. And there's, there's a cool, um, like documentary about it. You can watch, but he talks about like the great leap forward when humans like really began to right. expand, uh, latitudin- uh, latitudinally, mm-hmm. uh, you know, through Asia and then over the land bridge. And that's a really cool time period to analyze because mm-hmm. there are so many facts, like, you know, I was criticizing history books, or, you know, earlier before we went on, in that time period that it's like, yeah, we know this shit. But then we'll find, like, an artifact that's, like, out of a rock layer, not supposed to be there. Mm. And, like, it's there. We know it's freaking there, but, like, you know... Sometimes, you know, that may get disregarded. It may get, you know, analyzed as an anomaly. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we see the motivated thinking. You know, I brought up the Miami Circle um, where it's like, yeah, you know, cool. We could learn all this stuff about, you know, whether Tainos, you know, had culture in South Florida at the time. But, you know, I guess it was discovered by a woman and maybe she was menstruating. So they built a, you know, a condo on top (laughs) of it and fuck it. You know, we're not going to get it. We're not going to look at this. Yeah. 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 So that's. Well, it's always money motivated, too, when things like that happen, you know. Let's forget history or let's yeah. throw something away. I just think it's fascinating that uh, it's been going on for so long and there's still so many unanswered questions. So how would you feel if you, the government, like not Marco Rubio, God, it's just somebody else, <laughs> but like somebody came out and was like, here's the facts and like told us everything. What would you like? Do you think part of the reason why you're interested is because it's so unanswered and it's, there's so many things that we still need to learn. I mean, if they gave you the answers, you'd be like, cool, I'm going to go on to something else now. Or would you be like, I want more. The forced answer is the default that there's nothing out there. The world's as we see right. it. You know, we're humans. That's it. And, and that's the bullshit of it. Like, yeah. No, there's no need to ask questions because, you know, we got this. This scratch I'm gonna this this scratches the surface. If we mm. get a little bit of even if we got 
a, a, flit, a flit of answer about this phenomena. It doesn't even go into some of the other um, phenomena that this bleeds into. The Pentagon was sponsoring two programs that Harry Reid did, a $22 million A-tip in the Pentagon, and then something that Robert Bigelow was doing at Skinwalker Ranch called mm. OSAP. Uh, and I don't remember what the acronym stands for, um, but they were studying the paranormal um, and the UFO phenomena uh, in the Uinta Basin in Utah. Um, this program went on for 20 years, wow. um, uh, studying Skinwalker Ranch and the anomalies that have occurred there. Um, one of the top physicists, Eric Davis, who is uh, contracted out with the Pentagon because he is an astrophysicist and engineer, lives in this world um in one of the documentaries i added to the references he's there saying that oh we've had researchers observe portals open in skinwalker ranch and craft come why out of this, them why this place um we'll find out i don't know that and it's still being studied there's a there's a history channel sci- reality show um happening that has science a lot of scientific basis to it why this place i don't know but it is it is a government subject would you ever say there Oh, yeah. You would. <laughs> I would be like, no, no way. Yeah, wow. it, but again, uh, that bleeds into just a little bit more, like the, the what you would consider the paranormal, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. also there is some connection to the phenomena because craft have been seen there um, multiple times. Um, wow. So we won't, maybe we won't know everything. That's the beauty of life. There's dark matter all around right. us, but we cannot see <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if only we could, but yeah. that's, that's the exciting part. Wow. So what for you is either what you think the most compelling evidence yes. of, of the existence of UFOs or uh, UAPs. P- UAPs. So that's probably what we're um, going to be calling them from now on. UAPs. Uh, or, which is, or your stands for what? Uh, unaf- unidentified aerial, aerial phenomenon. phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, um, or just your favorite sort of evidence. I think the most, I think the coolest thing, Jacques Vallée, who's one of the longest investigative journalists, uh, investigators about this um, and researchers, he was a part of the Blue Book team. Um, he's recovered um, material, mm. um, bits and pieces of metal that when looked under, now there's a study going on at Stanford currently about these material, because when you look at it at the isotopic level, isotopic level, forgive me, um, this stuff is fused at the atomic level. Holy cow. This is something that we can do very small for billions of dollars at a time, if you will. But the material that he's gotten from all over the world. Oh, and forgive me. Well, that's something you, we see. That's concrete. Yeah. And is yes. that the material that, they, that's being that studied one of the Stanford. retired generals said, you know, we punch it, we you hit it with a sledgehammer, it, like nothing I'm not happens sure. to it. So it that's Roswell, bend. right? Yeah. So Jesse Marcel saw what looked as thin as aluminum foil, yes. but was as tough as... You know, it's just the toughest, as tough as a diamond, if you will. Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know if he has anything from that, but Jacques Valley has concrete metal in his possession that's being studied. And then the the children uh, uh, at the Ariel School in Rua, Zimbabwe, in the 90s, to me, is probably the most compelling because you have a group of 60 children mm. who saw craft land and saw a being and received messages from this well, being. Okay, and then you have Pulitzer Prize winning psychiatrist John Mack fly out to Zimbabwe to speak with the children, and it's all videoed. This is all part of the Phenomenon documentary by James Fox, some of the interviews, and these children are so stoic and young. They're fifth graders, um, sixth graders, and they are so composed about what they experience. 
um, what they saw. So did he go there go saying, is this some sort of mass delusion or is this? He went to ju- he to, to see if he John Mack is a big believer. Was there's a bio that just came out about him. It's called the Believer because he believed in alien abductions that you know when folks said that it happened to them that he would speak with them and believe that yes this actually did occur. Mm. Um, but the Rua Zimbabwe, the Ariel School, uh, is fascinating. Oh my God. Wow. I'm going to look into that. Wow. What about and you, what, David? Yeah, what about you? What is your, either what you find the most compelling or your favorite sort of piece of evidence? I mean, it's not so much the evidence, but like what I find most compelling is how science doesn't have a good explanation for how time passes. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess approach the speed of light, time slows down, and they're able to show that with particle decaying. Um, we've now built these cool particle accelerators that can um, observe and analyze these sort of phenomena. When you look at the subparticle level of, of any atom, time and space becomes very chaotic. Um, mm. with, like black holes at like the super subparticle level. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea of, of multiple dimensions and what that may mean is, is beyond my comprehension. Um, but but these are questions that are being asked by very smart physicists as yes. to how the relationship between time and space, which is always the big roadblock when you discuss this, like, oh, even if you were traveling at speed of light, it would be, you know, 30 years to the nearest star or something yeah. like that. But it's like, yeah, but we also don't understand that relationship as much. So, of course, it's possible based on our, no- our knowledge. Right. We don't know. It's it's foggy out there yeah. uh, beyond what we can see. There, there I mean – Zach, unless you've been, you know, more, more up on this, I mean, there's no unified theory of physics with, you know, the the mm-hmm. um, behavior of um, subatomic particles versus large things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just think um, we have to keep asking the questions and not not shut that down. Um, but as far as compelling evidence, I mean, I I for whatever reason believe that someone that has been in the military and had the experience of being a a pilot Mm -hmm. in a combat role and numerous, um, you know, as well as astronauts, that their reports should be considered as credible, that they're not making things up. Maybe they're perceiving things that are, that are other things that, you know, any human would traveling that fast than that object would. But um, I would certainly take their word over, uh, you know, some of my clients, let's say. (laughs) (laughs) wow 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 i know this is all sort of telling me what's the famous quote Uh, i'm gonna get it wrong but i feel like uh all that i know is that i don't know anything (laughs) (laughs) you know i it this is just really uh, compounding that fact for me is that we just don't know well and there's so much that i just that my brain you know that what these physicists are doing the level of knowledge yeah is beyond yeah but there is a lot we do know yes yes, <laughs> yes. there's so much yeah i and i'm i'm very disappointed that it's not a bigger story than it than i think that it should be yeah i feel you know like that I mean? would have been huge coming out that the people that more media outlets would have made a bigger deal about it but also we live in a time when garbage just, is the biggest news yeah. you know what i mean like just trash or it's sports it's that. you know yeah. it's these reality star it's these other things that take precedent over yeah but what like david's saying is like people are busy like yeah. kids you're working yeah. you know you have everyday things going on like it's just too much maybe mm-hmm. it's too much who knows well maybe. it's not useful i mean uh, i think mm. uh, americans are under a lot of stress yeah. you know most americans yeah. are under a lot of stress to go to work to, mm-hmm. to manage a family there's not a, there's not a lot of free time for this sort of inquiry, you're given the knowledge yeah. that school says you need, that your your job says you need, and you go yeah. do it. 
and then you know and that's it you get two days on the weekend to do the laundry and chill and then yeah back oh at god it. oh god now i'm depressed thinking about laundry too uh, <laughs> can we um get a ufo ship use that material to figure out how someone can do my laundry yes, for me every please. weekend can we use yeah. the material please. in that way because that would be really useful yes that's what we need. Help us with some more technology. Well, that's it, right? The breakthroughs there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you both so much for coming on here. Yes. Did we did we cover everything enough, or do you think there's anything else we should talk about? I don't want to shortchange this. This is a great conversation. Yes. No, it, it's ongoing now. Yes. And now uh, we we we're not going backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, from what the government's stances are, unless they come out and say, "Oh no, it's once again a deflating weather balloon." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's not going to happen. No, I don't think um, so. And I think it's also up to us, just as humans of of this earth, to feel comfortable acknowledging this. Yeah. Um, and not feeling like it's tab- it's taboo. Yeah. Is there a place where people should? Is like a website or any a certain like information where people sh- can go and like just keep up to date on things that are coming out? Yeah. Um. The in the references, I added a, a UFO Twitter section that includes okay. a bunch of profiles cool. um, with folks that are really in this community driving nice. the conversation um, forward. Let's take a okay. look there. All right, yeah, we'll put some. Awesome. We'll put those links in our uh, yeah. in our show notes. Awesome. Oh my gosh! Well, thank you, Zach and <gasps> David. So thank much. you so much. This Thanks was really oh, enlightening. There are things that Best. I just did not know. Oh my god! And this at is all. Awesome. so much nicer than yeah. talking to a, a interviewing a politician, right? Well, there's some mean? that I love. There's some yeah, that I of love. Of course, love but you know what you I mean. You know me. This I'm always going to be diplomatic. Oh, this yeah. is so much more fun. We're talking about aliens. I wish that we all had tinfoil hats, though. I think that oh would have made God. my day. Yeah. Yeah. I told you. I told you. Don't should address with the equation. Yeah. Equation. Oh, my God. I am going to plug one more time the Leslie Keen UFOs. Government officials go on the record book one more time. Just... Because it is, it is top notch. Oh my Ooh. gosh, I can't wait for this. I gotta go get it. Yes. Great book. Also, I have to tell you, I'm obsessed with Fox Mulder. Like, hmm. hello. Oh, right. <laughs> Mulder, hello. <laughs> I will be Scully any day. The truth Ooh. is out there. It the really is. is out there. You have no idea. I have a I have a Fox Mulder. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm about to say this. <laughs> Love David Duchovny. <laughs> say it. I have a Fox Mulder action figure. Yes. <laughs> uh, Tina, that, edit that why out. Why, edit it out. No, that should have been on your nerd resume. Oh, yeah, it should have been. Oh, that man. is like top. That's on it the is. top of the resume list. Oh, my. We got to hang. I got to stop recording before right. I say something else. Thank you, guys. Thank you Bye. so much. Bye. If you want to learn more about this week's guest, please follow the episode notes on our blog at themuckpodcast.fireside.fm. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Muck Podcast. To support The Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support and different goodies for each level. Muckraker, Policy Wonk, or Bleeding Heart. We can't do it without you. Music for The Muck Podcast, written and performed by Sean Doherty.